Hey, hey, everyone. It is JNA from the Let's Get Loud podcast. Boop, 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 boop. We are just hitting up the end of April over here, um, which is just insane. We're really excited for the launch of our summer program on May 1st and our tour in May. Um, I mean, we are recording early, but right now, the, the people in Grand Falls, huh? they are excited. Lo. I feel like Grand Falls is going to be a hit. I think, I think so. I am pumped. And you know what, you guys, um, there's a few other cities that they're like, Ooh, come here, whatever. And I'm like, you know what, we might do it for our, um, fall program for sure. Uh, but right now we're just like trying this out. We're excited about the cities that we're hitting up. And I've like been Googling. I've never known more about the, um, geography of New Brunswick in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I was like, Jeff, where's Hamilton oh. in regards to Edmonton, in regards to Grand Falls, in regards to St. John? I love uh, that you think that is not a Jeff question. You Google that shit. We save the Jeff questions. Uh, I mean, I live with him. So everything's a Jeff question over here. If he's like in the same room, the calling are the specific ones that I definitely keep. But like, if you were just like in the same room, I ask him everything. I can just and see so, yeah. <laughs> And sometimes he's like, I'm not Google, just freaking Google it. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh my goodness. Oh my God, to Jeffrey Lowe. Um, Okay, well, today's today's topic is one that is hot. It is hot. It is on fire, everyone. It is something that, and I want you to always remember that this podcast is literally just two best friends talking about how they feel in this very present, in this very moment with what they know in this moment. Um, and so like, I mean, right now it is April 12th. Maybe it's April 27th when you're listening to this and something new came out about Ozempic. But right now we're just going for it. And also I'm Jose that basically asks everything to Jeff. So I would need Jeff to like probably answer any of my questions that I have, but we felt like we could talk about it. We felt like I, we would just wanted to have a conversation. I mean, it's something that's been hot for sure in the weight loss world for maybe a good six months. I'm not sure exactly when it all hit. I think late 2022. Um, okay. But we haven't said a lot. We haven't said anything on the internet yet because we just kind of wanted to like digest and think. And like Jose said, like we're just two best friends talking um, just like anything, we want you guys to find yourself in our conversation and make your own mind. Yes, exactly. And, and we're just going with what we like, I guess, believe in, in this moment, like, because I mean, I've been talking for a long time. I've been talking for years and the way I've been talking and the things I believe in have changed and adjusted and, and, you know, like even just like friggin' the pandemic, you know, there are things that we did at the beginning that are like, Oh, I don't remember when we did that. I remember when we believed that or, you know, and so like, it's like, and some, some of them are still strong and some of them it's like, oh, like I might have different, different views right now, but I put that on the internet two years ago. You know what I mean? So it is what it oh, is. Yeah. Oh yeah. And okay. So Ozempic is one of those things that I don't know if like the world was like ready for because it okay. is literally a drug that works. Like I, you know, it like works okay. for, to create weight loss. And it's like all, you know talk about quick fixes, you know, like the juice cleanse. I don't know. Like that's so short term, but I mean, can you be on Ozempic for the rest of your life? Exactly. So I just want to like put out there, Alicia probably knows way more about Ozempic than I do. So she's going to like, kind of probably, um, um, educate me today. Um, but I, 
I have not, it's like one of, it's like the juice cleanse. I've like, kind of like ignored the whole thing because I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't like, I'm not, it, it's like the juice cleanse. I don't need it. I don't want it. I'm not interested in it. And so I haven't looked into it, but being in the weight loss industry, I'm like, I should, I probably should. Um, my first or my initial conversation with it was actually with a member in Chidiac. So I was like, oh, and she did not say it was Ozempic, but now I know that it is Ozempic, but it was my first conversation with her just uh, going through that, just like how she's feeling, whatever. And she knew that she, I know that she was on um, a drug that she called it. She called it like Depicure. Um, I did not know what it was. Clearly I asked a lot of questions. I did not judge for me, it's not my place to decide if this is good or bad. So in that moment, even not knowing anything, I just like, I really did not judge. I'm like, talk to me about how you feel about it. Are you thinking about after, is this something you're going to do forever? How do you, how does it make you feel every day? Do you feel like you can still show up as who you want to be? Like my values didn't change even like, or what I want, my service didn't change to her. Does that make sense? That makes so much sense. And I think that's incredible. And something else we can kind of maybe connect it to is like a lap band surgery. Cause you know, people have asked me before about like, what do I think of that? And it's like, I I don't have a general opinion on that. Actually. I think it's so individual and I love that you were able to give that person that space to have the conversation without judgment. And I really think it's something that people are jumping to judge right away. Yeah. With not a lot of knowledge. I know. I know. And for me, it's like, I like to leave, like, I'd like uh, positive intentions always. And I know that that might be uh, kind of like looking at the world with rose colored glasses. Wow. I'm so so close. Rose tinted glasses. Oh, shit. Shit. So close, you guys. I'll bet. I'll bet. Okay. Um, Rose tinted glasses. Um, But at the same time. I think that the world needs more people looking at the world with rose tinted glasses than friggin' black tinted glasses sometimes. I'm like, I'll, I I just, for that, for me, when it comes to that, and you would think I would have a strong opinion, but it just shows how our service and our values really coexist with all of it. We coexist with detoxes. We coexist with lap bands. We Because co- we don't have one way to tell you how to do this. It's just, and our service is always about, are you showing up as who you want to be? And is this what you want to be doing and allowing you to make that freaking decision for yourself? Like, 100%. So, and it's not for me to judge who needs it and who doesn't like, cause that's like yeah. such a, th- a conversation that's a thing right, right now. That's a conversation. Yeah. Who, who am I to judge who needs it and who doesn't? Is it a percentage of body fat? Is it an age? Is it what is it? And it is, it's actually a, a BMI. So basically Ozempic is a drug, you guys, who that is um, injected and it mimics a hormone that regulates your appetite. So it basically makes you feel satiated. It creates the feeling of fullness. Okay. So that's what this drug does. So you're just not as hungry. Okay. So you're not consuming as many calories. Exactly. So that's that, that's how it works. So you still need to consume less calories in order for this to work, but you are less hungry. Yeah. You're not going against calorie deficit over here, but you're just getting that, that help of not actually wanting to eat. And that was what that member shared with me. She said, I'm, I'm not hungry 
at all. And she's like, certain foods really make me feel nauseous. Um, and so she's had nausea because of it, just like I've seen on the news that it does cause nausea. And also like, who am I to like, say, I read this one article on this one person that says that Ozempic was the worst experience ever. And now this is supposed to be what it does to everyone. Like I, I just, I, there's only so much space for me to take in content and to be involved. And I need to be involved in my own life. Like I'm so prioritized being involved in my own life that I'm like, okay, I can, I can read up on what happening, what's happening with you. But I think if everyone like did that a little bit more, got involved more into their own life and really mm-hmm. focused on like what they want to do and what feels right to them. Imagine the beautiful world we would live in. It would be rose tinted, rose tinted. Uh, um. So basically guys, you know, For me, I really think that it's important that people have conversations with themselves and their doctors to see if this is something that's right for them. So yeah, there's a BMI, um, I I don't know what it is. I'd have to look it up, but it like, so Weight Watchers has just purchased, they spent $106 million on it. So this is like on the internet, what you found about Weight Watchers. Oh yes. Oh my God. You're hilarious. Uh, sourced $106 million to acquire a telehealth company that is able to prescribe Ozempic. To their members. Correct. So I don't actually know how this works. Um, if, if you're a Weight Watcher member, you get that service for free. Mm. Or if you have to pay extra for that service, but what Weight Watchers is claiming is they will only prescribe Ozempic to members that are at a BMI of, I don't know, 30 something. Okay. 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 So that's how they're kind of like, you know, justifying this choice. So that's kind of what's happening with Weight Watchers and, and Ozempic. Um, they just want to money. They just want to grab in the pot here. they just want to be included in this new way of losing weight. Clearly. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, why can't you just stick to what you do? And then Ozempic does a different thing. Well, it's because Weight Watchers is struggling. So like in last year, they had 4.5 million um, subscribers. And then in one year, they had 3.5. So that's a a pretty significant. They changed CEOs. They changed their message. They were W. They went from uh, Weight Watchers to WW. So like wellness, they were really talking wellness. And then they buy a telecare, I, I'm, I'm sorry, like Ozempic is for weight loss. No, yes. which, which for some people, weight loss is a part of their health. Like it's a part of wellness is a part of wellness. Like some people have massive amounts of weight to lose. Perhaps they've been trying to lose it for years. It is causing significant stress on their joints and their organs and their quality of life. Yeah, no, I, right? mm-hmm. yeah, but it's just, it's all pretty muddled though. See this, this is what ha- it goes, stems back from friggin' decades ago where weight loss has not become anymore. Just about that, just about a condition that stops people from like, it's like a, comme une maladie où ce que ça arrête le monde de bien vivre, okay? Which we would have medication for other things. It's become more than that. It's become you know, uh, obviously what it is, a billion dollar industry of fashion and beauty. And, you know, so clearly it's like, c'est tout mixé and we're not, on n'est pas prêt de diviser ça in terms. And, and in my mind, it's just what I'd like is I don't want to be like, it should only be for those people again, who am I to whatever. I'd like for the people that are not being 
negatively impacted by the fat on their bodies, people that are not negatively impacted, okay, that they would not be interested in losing weight in that way. That's what I'd like the world to be. That's my rose tinted glasses. I was going to say, those sound like rose tinted glasses. (laughs) Yeah. Where like, if you have a 20 pounds that doesn't make you feel comfortable in your skin, that you want to work on self-work. And like, that's, that's what I, I wish they weren't interested in Ozempic to feel sick and to whatever. But, but if you're in a place where you have so much um, fat around your organs and your joints and mobility is rough and like, you just can't live a good quality life and there's something to help you Okay, Okay. it's not like I'm not painting everyone with the same brush, but I just, I'd like, I'd like to see that difference here. And and like, I see the difference as well. And I feel the exact same way. And like, I can like literally visualize here and here, but it's like in the middle, who decides what the line is? Okay. You know, who gets to make that decision? And, you know, let's talk about people that are really struggling, maybe struggle with their weight their whole life. I, again, with my rose tinted glasses would love for with a prescription of Ozempic for them to get a side yes. prescription of your weight, weight loss. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I see. And it's and I see. like, I talked about the lap band surgery. Someone had asked me my opinion on that. I talked about that on the internet and I had so many messages from people who said they had lap band surgery, lost a bunch of weight. They ended up gaining it all back. They basically stretched their lap yeah. band because they never worked on their relationship with food. They never changed their habits. They never changed the way they think. They never changed their lifestyle. And so it didn't work. Oh, I'm like really seeing weight loss, weight loss. Like, you know what? Like weight loss is like, like fat loss is separate than of weight loss journey change. Like that's just the proof you guys that weight loss is a separate, like fat loss is separate, creating a calorie deficit, getting a lap band, getting Ozempic, like trying to stop eating basically. Okay. Like fat loss is separate of weight loss, health, uh, lifestyle. Like that's just, it's two separate things. Just the proof is right there. The, Cause when you just fix weight loss, it's not enough. Bam. So I have an experience with someone who I know who actually like went away to lose weight. Like they did, it was like a program for people that had a lot of weight to lose. Okay. okay. Like a, like a biggest loser camp basically. Okay. And they were, they started on shakes maybe so much to the point where they couldn't even chew gum because the certain calories from the gum. Shut up. Oh, absolutely. And these, anyone that went paid a lot of money. Of course. And they had, would have had a lot of weight to lose. Okay. And I've had conversations with this person who has since gained back all that weight plus telling me that I do not understand that is what those people needed because it was a health risk for them to be that overweight. And, and I acknowledge that when you have over a hundred pounds of excess fat on your body, that is a health risk. But why are we saying that that worked? You cannot remove someone from their environment completely. And that was weight loss. You're right. We accomplished weight loss. Check. Check. That's all that was accomplished. Short-term weight loss. I would love to know the number of people that went there and how many people right now have not gained it. Yeah, because you just removed the health risk for that short amount of time. You didn't fix like... You just like, it's a band-aid though. You just like remove the health risk for that amount of time. You think the person might've lost a hundred pounds, but then we're back here. So 
do we do it again? Like, what do we do? Like, do we no longer come back home? We just stay and, on and, the ranch? And the, you know, the people who, I'm not painting everyone with this same brush, but I think probably people with over a hundred pounds of excess fat on their body probably have deeper rooted relationship with food that might be strained than maybe someone that carries 20 extra pounds around. Not necessarily, but I think if you are carrying around all that extra weight, you probably have struggled with your relationship with food maybe for years. You yeah. have maybe struggle with binge eating. Like, you, you know, there's also maybe like some self-worth there. There's also some, like probably some maybe there's trauma. trauma. Like, like, yeah. at, like there's and maybe not. You know, absolutely. absolutely. But I feel like at the end of the day, it's not, it's not like more weight, more trauma, more, more, less of a relationship, but there's definitely something different between someone that has, you know, weighs over 300 pounds than because there's different experiences. I've never experienced that. Therefore there's trauma that I do not have that you might have. And it, it doesn't have to be like bad or good or whatever. It's just I don't have that experience. I don't know Absolutely. what that's like, you know? Absolutely. So it's different. Now there's also, let's talk about the fact that this has not been studied long-term. So we don't necessarily know the long-term effects of being on this drug long-term. Okay. And like, are, are people th- on it? Like until they lose the weight, what's the, what's the thing? Are we doing it for six months? Like what's, I think what's you're the on plan? it. I, what's I think the plan? plan is you're on it as long as your doctor will keep prescribing it to you. Okay. And is this expensive? Do we, um, okay. So this is exp- like, do people pay for this or no, they prescribe it. It's part of Medicare. I'm okay. Uh, probably in Canada. Yes. Okay. Um, but in the States, no, I think it's a couple thousand dollars a month. Wow. Okay. And yeah. is it like quick weight loss? Like, are they like being in a massive calorie deficit? It's up to them really. But I mean, yes, they could be, but yes, it is giving fast results. Wow. Okay. And it's also giving people drastic results because there's a lot of people in Hollywood, let's say, or that do not have a lot of body fat. So then they go on Ozempic, they don't eat, and basically they lose that last 10, 20, 15 pounds. And and so if someone who's 200 pounds loses 15, you could very easily not notice. Right. So, but right. it's, it's really a thing. I mean, it's, it was a joke at the Oscars this year where the host was like, look at everyone on Ozempic. You all look great. How's the Ozempic? Okay. Like, everyone's talking about it. Like, it's like a thing in Hollywood. Everyone is like, yes, I am on Ozempic. Okay. Now let's, uh, are you done that thought process? Go. Let's talk about the diabetes part of it. Okay. Like that, that's what people are upset about. That's like the, I think that's the part. If it wasn't for that, do you think there'd be less drama? Oh, good question. Because it is a drug that is intended for people with type two diabetes. That is the purpose of this drug. And because of this trend, it has caused a shortage for some people for this drug. Okay. Do we so... think that people would still be upset by this drug if that was not the case? Such a good question. Okay. I think people sometimes are getting upset maybe because they're jealous. Okay. I'm not upset if you're on Ozempic because I don't want to be on Ozempic. Right. And I don't don't, need Ozempic. Like maybe that's why you and I didn't have this strong, dramatic reaction. But we're also the two things that Ozempic needs, but diabetes 
and obesity. We are not these two things. So that we're like, meh, you know, but there are tons of people that are not these two things that are upset. They're not upset about the obesity part. They're upset about the diabetes part. Should that, is that a part of, should we advocate for that? Do we feel like it's other people's job to advocate for that? What are, what are your thoughts around that? I think it's everyone's job to be in charge of themselves, to be perfectly honest. Um, having said that though, you know, it's what's dangerous. Like if you right now went on TikTok and you did hashtag Ozempic challenge, there's 350 million times that has been hashtagged. Do it right now. You'll see people give injecting themselves with Ozempic and talking about how much weight they've lost. So the danger in the the bigger picture with this trend is as public figures, I'm not saying that we are necessarily, I'm just saying like people out there as making this socially acceptable, we have like teenagers, we have, you know, people that are impressionable, who do we have a responsibility to say what's right and what's wrong? It's, a, it's almost very similar. To, I see it. there's a lot of friggin' things about Ozempic on TikTok. Yeah. You are right. It's um, it like, it, it. that's what happened. It literally became a trend on TikTok. On TikTok. Do you find that it's like almost like a similar conversation? Not really, because what's happening here, that was more attacking Kim and what she, is that what she did? Uh, people are saying, no I don't, th- I actually don't think she did because she was talking about she, how she, she did it. She did. Yeah. Like yeah, she exactly. said it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I agree, but it's like almost like we had that same opinion about Kim. It was like, people are like oh, our kids and whatever. And I was like, that's not like your kids need to have a, um, not resilience, but that, uh, critical thinking that like, she's Kim, you're you. Um, and so, yes, our kids are seeing this on the internet. Uh, just like you're seeing it on the internet, just like we're seeing everything on the internet, you're seeing your weight loss on the internet as well, you know, so like, it's like, you could just see all the things, you know, they're all there. I don't know, I think that for sure, if there was no shortage, I think people are, okay, I like what you said about jealousy, okay, and that we're not saying if you're thinking this way that you're jealous, that we're just having conversations between friends. But I think they're using the diabetes story to feed why they're up so upset but it might just be jealousy. And they're just saying like, it's because of the shortage of diabetes. And it's like, is like, do you really know all the details about the shortage of diabetes enough to click, like to do these, like to be so upset by it? I don't. So maybe, maybe I would be, if I knew more, maybe I need to educate myself on the shortage of diabetes uh, people. And where, yeah, where is the the medicine? Like, where is the shortage? Is it like, it's not everywhere. Is it in Canada? Is it in America? Is it in Australia? Like, where is the shortage? Obviously the company that is created this is made a billion, $5 billion last year. And they're, you know, going to make 10 next year. They're pumping this out as fast as they can, basically. They're like, sweet. Question. Uh, these people that are on the internet, TikTok, and they all have a Zempic. So they need a prescription. It's not being sold like on the streets though. Oh, good question. Maybe. I mean, if they, in my mind, I'm like, we need to attack doctors. We need to attack doctors now. If, if, but let's not get upset with the person that's doing a Zempic. Let's get upset with how they're getting access. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Who, where does the responsibility lie? Yes, exactly. Is it the companies? Is it, is it society? Is it our Medicare system? Is it society? Is it our own? 
Mm. Like whose responsibility is this? But absolutely. There's probably people that are getting prescribed Ozempic and selling it on the black market. Absolutely. Oh, that's happening. Go try to buy Ozempic right now on the black market, black internet. (laughs) Put it black market. I also think it's one of those things that people think is not happening in their own community. Okay. So, so I think people are like, oh, well, that's in like America, in 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 Los Angeles. That's the only place people are being prescribed Ozempic. Ozempic everywhere, everywhere in New Brunswick as well. Though. Um, yeah, I know. I and I feel like again, in my mind, I, I'm I don't know. If that's where it's like anything else, if that's where you want to go with your life it's like then go for it I, I I think that the reason why I'm being more like eh, about all of this is because of the shortage for people with diabetes that's where I think we would get people upset with us that we are saying do your thing if there that was not a thing and it's but just most this of the drug people, I mean uh, we're we're also kind of having the most of these people who we're talking about who we can see totally could have value in taking Ozempic are probably diabetic or pre-diabetic because it's for right. it's for type two diabetes. So these these people that that would benefit that are carrying around all that excess weight excess weight most of them are pre-diabetic or diabetic. Okay, so you know what I mean. So it's it's kind of it's it's muddled. Wait, I guess wait, we oh. didn't really come to down to a conclusion. Oh, did you find some? There is absolutely a black market for um, Ozempic. Um, and they're calling it for vanity weight, right? There's two different conversations. There's health weight loss and there's vanity weight loss. And I think people can very easily see the extremes of these two, right? But it's the middle for me. I'm like, who, but who decides? Who decides if those are that's vanity weight loss or that's health weight loss? Who gets to yeah. decide that? Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's a BMI that they're deciding. Right. So wow. there's no real, I, I, I feel like. There's no, so that, like, wait, there's no, for now, this is, this is where we're at with our conversation when it comes to Ozempic. It's like, it's something it's, and it like, this is where we're, this is where we're headed. You know what I mean? And what if there is no shortage you know, what if there is no shortage and they are pumping it out and everyone's happy and everyone can get whatever they want is I think it's everyone's responsibility. Go. CNN said that's a reliable source. Telehealth and social media are playing a significant role in driving demands for Ozempic, a prescription drug that, that treats type two diabetes. The current drug shortage has limited access for patients with diabetes who rely on it to control their blood sugar. That came out March 17th, 2023. I mean, that's, that's a different conversation, you know, like, I mean, I'm going to just say it out loud. I I wish that we lived in a world that people who didn't need it, weren't taking it, who were just, but who were done, like who were just relying on vanity pounds where literally excess weight is not holding you back from living your life. I wish they were not taking it done. Same. Agreed. But again, I, but then my part for that is like, how do I, who gets to decide what that is? Yeah. Who gets to decide what that is? So I think that it's a tricky, it's a tricky thing. And it's like, it's probably been the biggest thing in the diet industry, weight loss world for a long time. 
Yeah. My, um, someone in my life, was it my brother? He was like, oh, what do you think about Ozempic? Do you think it's going to like, you know, for your weight loss? I'm like, it's just not the same service. Like Ozempic is fat loss. Your weight loss is not like, I'm like, it's not the same service. So if not people don't same. see value, they, if they didn't see value in my service before, they're not seeing value in my service now. Like, it's just what it is. So, uh, according to the FTA, so that's like the, the yeah. Federal something. Yeah. Yep. People are eligible if they have a BMI of 27 or higher. And oh, Ooh. and also one weight related ailment such as hypertension, diabetes, or high cholesterol. 27 is not a very high BMI. It's not a high BMI at all, actually. I wanted to say maybe 33 would have yeah. been like interesting because a healthy BMI is 25. Yeah. And like not a lot of people are in a healthy BMI. No. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. You would, you would think that it wouldn't also just be about weight. It would be about like, um, actual like, um, risks that they see, you know what I mean? Like there's a health risk. Maybe the person carries their weight around their waist or around, you know what I mean? Tell us what you're reading. It seems so interesting. It's the Weight Watchers. Um, oh, okay. So what I are guess- they saying? they get a 99, $100 a month subscription plan. So I guess if they take that plan, they get access to the doctors that can give them um, Ozempic. Wow, $100 a month. Pay. But then they still have to pay for their drug. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. sure some people have um, plans that mm. actually, you know what I mean? That actually cover yeah. that. But anyway, okay. it's not, it. it's... I just think we need to give space in this world for people doing their thing. And, you know, on our community group, especially, we just want people to feel safe and respected. And it's not, I'm never going to judge you for doing what you're doing. I'm going to keep my eyes on my own page. I'm going to, we're going to keep talking about what we believe in. And there's one thing I know for certain that you will need more than a weight loss drug to lose weight. Yeah. To keep that weight off, you're going to need more than that, you guys. So no matter what, that's why I'm like, it's not something that like goes against what I do. It's two separate things. It's two separate services. And people see weight loss all clumped in one. And that's the problem. The fact that someone would be like, oh, is this going to be like, the, the end of your weight loss, because now that I'm like, your weight loss is not the service we provide. That's not what we do. It's a completely different thing. But just because you're in the weight loss industry, everyone comes to you in the same thing. And I'm like, I'm not providing weight loss to my members. It's not what I do. I don't provide weight loss. I provide knowledge. I provide self-awareness. I provide what they would consider motivation and environment. I provide the language, the mindset that they need to keep that weight off once they lose it and create their calorie deficit. Um, but it's definitely, it coexists with all of it. It coexists with it. weight loss. Your weight loss coexists with your weight loss journey. Does that make sense? So whatever, mm-hmm. how you choose to do that. Um, and then you have everything within the membership to, to lose the weight as well. Okay. This was a really good conversation. Hopefully just everyone enjoyed us talking about it. Yeah. And I hope that people, you know, again, like we said, we're just two friends talking. This is our opinion. Please be your own critical thinker, find your own space, do your own research and really decide what it is for you. You believe in what it is you believe in and what it is you want to do. Yeah, absolutely.
Yeah. Okay. Well then have a great day, everyone. Peace out. Bye.